You're listening to the Sports Moment, January 8th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Here's Craig. A brand new week of podcasts, and boy, what a fun week this is going to be. We have our special two-part feature on the Lady Spartans 2000-2001 National Championship basketball team, and that's going to debut on Wednesday with audio and video for uh, part one. And we're also going to spend some time on a very special Fergus Falls sports memory every day this week. We're going to be hearing from Coach Brad Bergstrom and members of the 1998-99 Fergus Falls boys hockey team that finished third in the state, the highest finish ever for an Otter boys hockey team. So lots of sports memories coming up this week on Sports Moments and Memories. But we're going to start with a pretty nice moment that happened over the weekend, and that was for the Otter Nordic Ski Team. They were in action for the first time this season as they've had, well, not the best weather, of course, for skiing. But uh, they did have some very good success at Giants Ridge as they had competition over the weekend that included 52 teams on the boys' side, 49 teams on the girls' side. And it was a a great day. The boys' varsity team was 12th overall out of 52 teams. The girls were 15th overall out of the 49 teams. And they competed well against Section 8 opponents who were in that competition. And for David Ronovic, oh man, what a weekend to remember. He placed first overall out of 121 skiers in the varsity classic race on the boys' side. So let's hear all about it, starting with head coach Josh Scharnberg and talking about the start to the season and a great weekend and a lot of the happy skiers in Fergus Falls. Josh, you finally got a chance to get out and compete as we got some snow. You're at Giants Ridge. I guess if anywhere is going to have snow, it would be Giants Ridge, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and we've had a, about two competitions at Mount, uh, yeah, Detroit Mountain and Andes Tower Hills, but they're kind of smaller, almost like scrimmage-like uh, races. And so this was our first chance to, to meet some of our real good section teams and, and uh, compete against uh, athletes who are, you know, the ones that we have to face in our section meet at the end of the season. Well, and as you stacked up against some of the section competition at this meet, you came out in pretty good shape. What does that do mm-hmm. for the confidence that your guys and gals will have when you get to that section competition? Yeah, you know, I think it was eye-opening for, for both our boys and girls teams to, to be able to see that, you know, we're right in there with some of the best uh, schools in the state. And, um, you know, I think, I think them seeing that there's a real possibility of possibly going to state as a team or even more individuals than, than we normally have had, uh, it's really stoked a fire in their bellies, and, and uh, I think they're excited. You mentioned a couple of the kind of mini events that you had at Andes and uh, Detroit Mountain, but how about prep time, practice time, when you don't have the mm-hmm. snow and you can't be on your home course uh, practicing like you normally would? How have you worked through all that? Yeah, you know, so 
Uh, I I always don't mind when there's not snow during the first week, maybe two at most of the season, because we can get out and running and getting in shape, but also, you know, just getting into the weight room and getting strong before the start of the season is always important. But, um, you know, when the snow doesn't fly, uh, our athletes are able to get out on these devices called roller skis. They kind of mimic skis on the road, and, and they're good for getting them out and, and practicing technique. But then uh, then once the snow flies but there's not enough to ski on and the, ice, the roads are icy, you can't really get out on those. So uh, it's a lot of running, um, interval work, running with poles, um, you know, hitting the weights and and uh, this last week, we were able to get out on uh, Matt Mosier's pond, though, where they were able to collect a couple inches of snow and get the kids skiing. So um, we find ways. We get creative is what we do. That's the, sh- that's the long answer of it. So from this past weekend, uh, what were the highlights? Who had uh, outstanding meets? I know it was a great uh, team event for you, but mm-hmm. anybody that really kind of stepped up and, and maybe performed at a level you weren't expecting for this early? Yeah, you know, um, I think I think two results that we're really proud of are are Allie Bradenberg and Cassie Wellman. Um, they both skied in in the JV race, but um, Allie came out with a fourth place finish overall out of I don't know over a hundred skiers, and and Cassie was in tenth place. So both of those were in the top ten and received medals for their af- efforts. And uh, and then I, David Ronovic is is probably the big mention here. He came out in first place. Uh, in the classic race out of 121 skiers. Um, and then not only did he come out in first, but he he, uh, <laughs> he came out 13.8 seconds ahead of the second place person. And so we're pretty darn proud of him. And, uh, it takes a lot of work to be able to do that. He's put a lot of work in the off season. And so he's feeling good and, and seeing the results of that. Coach Scharnberg, absolutely excited about what he has on the team this year. And it will be fun to watch how this team progresses. And David Ronovic is the most experienced skier on this team. He has competed internationally. He's been on national teams throughout the last several years. And David had a great race to start his competitive season at the high school level. He's got some high expectations. And we were able to talk with David about not only the race that he had this weekend, but what his goals and expectations are for himself and his team during the 2024 cross-country ski season. Did you feel pretty good right at the start of the race, David, or did it take you a while to get going? I, I felt the best right out of the gate. I had a very fast start making up a bunch of time on the skiers who started before me. And... By the time my first lap was over, I was already ten seconds in the le- ten seconds in front of second place. So it was quite did, quite the start of a race. Did uh, your performance on this uh, this day surprise you at all because of the lack of uh, practice that you've been able to have on on actual snow covered surfaces? I have been traveling around for. I've gone to several weekends racing on my own and i've been i've traveled all to wisconsin and and duluth to to race on snow they've made at junior national qualifying races so i've had more more experience on snow than most of the people there were probably 10 skiers in 
and each discipline that go to these races with me. And we, we had a decent advantage over everyone else because we had been on snow more during, during the training season. But we have done a very good job of keeping the training, vol- the volume high and the training intense to get in shape for these first races. Talk about your goals and expectations this year. You've had some outstanding success in previous years, state performances. Uh, you've competed in a lot of uh, national, international competitions, so you've been up against some of the best, not only in uh, the states, but in the world in uh, this event at your age level. Uh, what are you hoping for this year? What are your goals and personal expectations? Well, first and foremost, I want I want to qualify again for the Midwest Regional Team. If I get on that again in a much harder division, I'm I moved up age divisions this year. If I can qualify there again, I'd be quite happy with my season. I have a goal to be state champion this year. I don't know how how likely that is. I'm ranked. Out of all the Midwest skiers, I'm ranked around 15th. So it's going to be a toss-up between most of those guys, but I think there's a good chance I come out on top. And as far as the the team element goes, uh, you've been around these younger skiers now and seen them progress and get better and uh, come together as a team. What can Otter fans expect from this uh, Nordic ski team this year? Our boys team is the best I've I've seen it. Our to qualify for state as a team, you have to be one of the top 2 high school teams in your section. And at this most recent at this meet this weekend, we our boys team was the second overall, second to Brainerd, but we beat out the third place team Little Falls. And if we can pull off the same result at our sections race, then all of our boys will be will be joining me at the state meet. And that would be that would be amazing. Yeah, how satisfying is it, David, to see the program grow like that and to, to even be able to utter those words, you know, as as you enter this year. Oh, this is amazing. I don't think anyone could have expected that we would be one of the top teams in our section come five years ago. And now we're 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 really competing for this and it's amazing to see. Are, we have quite a lot of young talent on the team. Lake Area Docks and Lifts, one of our sponsors, they have five locations in Minnesota, and they invite you to check out their boat show booths at the Minneapolis Convention Center and the Fargo Dome this month. The boat show discount promotion is in effect now, and you can save money before spring with Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Over the weekend, the Spartan basketball teams hosted Riverland, and for the Lady Spartans, it was their second consecutive game against a top-five ranked team in the nation in NJCAA Division III women's basketball. Riverland came in as a number four ranked team in the country, and the Spartans built a 21-point lead. The Lady Blue Devils fought back and tied them at 33 but then the Spartans were able to get the win 61-55. to They never trailed in that game. Matty Foss, the Hillcrest grad, 
Double-double, 18 points and 11 rebounds. Jaina Grunwald led the way with 21, and the Spartans get the victory. Very nice win for Jody Holloman's girls. They are at Anoka Ramsey on Wednesday and then head to Wisconsin to play Western Technical College on Saturday. The Spartan men were shorthanded. They are dealing with some injuries, some ineligibilities, and they had only three players on the bench on Saturday, and that caught up to them. They had a 13-point lead in the first half, and at halftime they were ahead by a score of 38-31. to But Riverland caught them at 48-47 and wound up winning 73-60. to M.K. Kambalo had 22 to lead the way for the Spartans. They are also dealing with foul trouble for Mason Muir, who picked up three fouls in the first half in that game but the spartan men come up short spartan women get the win on saturday at home go for men's basketball team well they were good at their home floor yesterday as they wound up beating maryland first time in the last 11 meetings that the gophers have beaten the terrapins they'd lost 10 in a row to maryland but yesterday 65 62 as the Gophers win for the seventh consecutive time, they have won three of their first four Big Ten games for the first time in a season since 2016-2017. So they're playing very well with that overall 12-3 and mark as they head to Indiana on Friday. Timberwolves lost to the Dallas Mavericks 115-108. to Minnesota still has the best record in the Western Conference, second best overall in the NBA to the Boston Celtics, but they are just a half game up on Denver and a game and a half up on Oklahoma City in the Western Conference standings. Timberwolves are at Orlando tomorrow. And the season ended for the Minnesota Vikings yesterday as the Detroit Lions won a franchise record-tying 12th game and completed a season sweep of Minnesota with a 30-20 win at Ford Field in Detroit. They did, however, lose their outstanding uh, rookie tight end as uh, Sam Laporta suffered a knee injury, and it's to be seen how much that's going to affect his availability for the playoffs, which begin on uh, Sunday for the Lions as they will host the Los Angeles Rams. And that's a great story in and of itself because, of course, the Rams quarterback is longtime Lion Matthew Stafford, who went to L.A. and led him to a Super Bowl, and Jared Goff, the longtime Rams quarterback, is the guy leading the Lions offense. So that'll be quite the, the matchup on a Sunday night when they uh, kick off at 7 o'clock. Now, there are games on Saturday. The Browns and the Texans play at 3.30 Saturday. The Dolphins and the Chiefs at 7 o'clock Saturday. Then on Sunday, the noon kickoff is between the Steelers and the Bills. 3.30, it's the Packers and the Cowboys. And then the Rams will play the Lions at 7. And then on Monday night, the Eagles and the Buccaneers will play the final wildcard weekend playoff game. So that's your NFL playoff schedule for the first weekend of the postseason. Well, Donovan and Renee Rasmussen at Lake Area Docks and Lifts. They're getting ready for their busy season, of course. There's nothing like a spring and summer in Minnesota, and that's when they start getting things ready for your summer fun. But actually, they do that before the season comes because right now 
you'll be able to find out about Lake Area Docks and Lifts and all the new products and what they're uh, getting ready for at the Minneapolis Convention Center and the Fargo Dome. If you're at either of those shows, check out their boat show booth that Lake Area Docks and Lifts will have on display. They do have five locations from which to serve you in Minnesota, and the boat show discount promotion is effective now. So save money before spring with Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Well, this week we are going to be featuring memories of 25 years ago with the Otter Boys hockey team, their best ever finish. They were third in the state tournament in 1998-99 under Brad Bergstrom, and they have had seven state tournament appearances in the history of the program with Bergstrom coaching them to six. But that uh, third-place finish is the highest finish uh, ever. So we're going to be hearing from Coach Bergstrom and several of the players. And let's just get uh, a little bit of a recollection, a little teaser for you here as we get into remembering that special year from head coach Brad Bergstrom on that 98-99 season. As you look back and reminisce a little bit about that, Brad, were there really high expectations having come off you know, back-to-back state tournament appearances for this 98-99 team from the get-go? Yeah, I think there was. We had uh, we had the year before, there was a couple of things. Number one is we had a number of, of players who had been playing since they were sophomores and freshmen. And so they had experienced uh, some of that state tournament uh, atmosphere. And then in 1998, uh, it was uh, not a good finish for us at the state tournament. We had gone two and out, uh, and uh, the, the, we felt like we had a better team than uh, what what what, uh, what happened on the ice there. And so there was a there was not only the high expectations, but there was a, just a little bit of what I call a pebble in the shoe with the boys. And so they they had a they had an, uh, a point to prove. That, uh, that, that, that finish from the year before was not representation of, of the, of the team. And they wanted to go back and have an opportunity to, to really, uh, improve upon that. And, and I think they did that. So expectations were there, but there was also, like I said, just that, I call it the pebble in the shoe, which really helped to motivate the boys to do the, to do the extra things that needed to be done to be a state contending team. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Sports Moments and Memories. You've been listening to the Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stay tuned for the first sports memory episode featuring the 2000-2001 Lady Spartan National Championship basketball team, coming out January 10th.